Good morning, listening audience. This is Sherry, Sherry Naudine, the owner of Collegiate Sports Advocate, and it is March 18th, 2022, and we have a special topic today and a special guest. We're going to be talking about why nutrition is so important for student-athletes, and I want to introduce Dr. Veronica Naudine. Well, good morning, Sherry. Thanks for including me in your podcast. It's so fun to be here this morning. Well, and I hope the listening audience uh, heard the last name, but you are my wonderful sister-in-law. Boy, we have some talent in the family, don't we? Well, we have we have some good things going on in our kids' life and in our personal life, so it's all good. Absolutely. Well, will you give us a, a background? Uh, tell us about your education. Tell us about what you're doing currently today and why you're going to speak on nutrition. Uh, I'm a pediatrician. I um, graduated from medical school at Stanford, and that was oh, almost 30 years ago. So I've been a practicing pediatrician for that length of time. During I reason I went into pediatrics is because I wanted to help kids to develop healthy habits, and so they could grow up to be healthy adults. So that's what I've been. I focused on that during my career. Um, I also have two boys that I've raised. Um, my eldest has graduated from Stanford, and he played travel ball through his whole career. And he also did club baseball is where he landed at Stanford. My youngest is currently at Harvey Mudd College, where he's on the baseball team there. So I have had a lot of years working with my personal kids looking at um, sports and how to help them to perform better. And I also do that in my practice. Since my boys do baseball, I have become a little bit of a sports expert for children in, um, as they're growing up. Excellent. So tell me why you feel as a pediatrician, nutrition is so important specifically for student athletes. You know, it's really all about what we're talking about kids growing their bodies, especially when you start young and you need to start young with nutrition. There's no reason why your your child will understand the idea of growing a strong body. And we need to kind of get that message across to all children that they're growing their body and they need to really work on that body to give them the proper nutrition so that all the building blocks in their body are stronger. The brain will be more effective if we treat it better nutrition. The muscles grow stronger. Adding good and protein is important. Absolutely. And how about the balance between, you know, they do such big workouts and they spend so much time working the physical body on the outside or with the muscular growth. Are they counteracting what nutrition they're putting in their body when they, when they are eating poorly? Or how could that help them grow a stronger body physically when they are uh, eating nutrition, uh, nutritional diets. Well, Sherry, I think I just want to, I want to kind of give one important point, And that is that I see a lot of kids trying to do athletics and they're, they're trying to do a quick meal. So they'll eat a quick donut or just a soda. Or I, I remember seeing a lot of kids that would, especially pitchers are like, Oh, I'm going to eat a candy bar and a Snickers. And that'll be my uh, my treat during in between games. And I think the problem with that is sugar, in particular processed sugar, it is digested so quickly that the kids get a quick sugar boost or energy boost, but then they fall flat. And it's in the falling flat that it affects their, per their performance. 
Yes, yes. And and I've seen it. I call it a sugar high and a sugar low. You, you, you just see them drop about 10 o'clock in the morning. And can you talk about some of the foods that are sugar? You know, bagels seem to be such a breakfast food. And like you mentioned, donuts. You know, what is the right food and what is the wrong food for a, a morning for a student athlete? I think... You know, a bagel, a little bit of a bagel is not terrible, but they've got to balance it. We need to have them eat a balanced diet. So add some kind of a protein in it. So give them some peanut butter with that bagel or give them uh, fruit or vegetable so that they have some energy that will be harder to digest and therefore will stay in their system for a longer period of time. And that's great advice. How do we help the families create good habits by, you know, potentially packing a quality supply of healthy choices when they're on the road? We see a lot of coolers out there, but they're filled with water. And you and I have this thing against those sports drinks, uh, you know, but tell us what the healthy packed lunch looks like for the ball field. Well, I think, you know, the parents have to make this a priority, but it, it is in it is a partnership with your children. I think the one thing that parents can do is to kind of help their children to understand why they're packing what they're packing. And that will allow the kids to buy into it. Um, it also helps once one person starts to do it, the other team members will follow. So it's a good leading by example. And as parents and caregivers, that's what we're supposed to be doing. What do we need to pack in those coolers? I really think we need more fruits and vegetables. So that's kind of be my main focus is let's get more color in their kids' diet. We need them to eat. So in between, um, in between a practice, in between a game, or in between a session, you can give them apples. Give them some nuts are actually really good, high energy, and it's a high fat food. Avocados is another great fat food. Tomatoes. Um, I think sometimes kids eat a sandwich, but they take out all the vegetables. Salads are great. You know, they're kind of easy to pack in a cooler. Um, that's something I remember, Sherry, you used to do with your kids all the time. And that was also very effective. So those are, um, so try to think about what's healthy in your, in proper nutrition. And your kids will probably do better on the field and in the classroom. Yeah. And then looking back, I know you and I have laughed about this, but uh, together, because we learn along the way, but you know, I used to be the drive through queen, you know, Hey, what do you want for lunch? Here's drive through. What's your choices? You know, and I don't want to pick on any style of food, but you know, any of the drive throughs any of the Chinese food, any of the things that we used to think were quick and easy and fast versus now so many of the restaurants are, are, you know, really putting out a healthier menu. Uh, I tend to like McAllister's and Panera because you do get a sandwich choice and you do get a salad choice and, you know, less chemicals and less dyes, you know, just anything you can do. And I go get it in the morning, put it in the cooler, and then I have it all day. And then I'm too lazy to go stand in line at the snack bar for nachos and chips. And, you know, and then one other tip I remember changing to is, you know, we're down here in the, the heat of, of Texas and we used to freeze watermelon balls and melon balls, you know, they not only kept the cooler cool, but they're really nice when it's hot to dip your fingers in and grab a couple little melon balls and put them in your mouth. And it feels like you just had a candy and a popsicle combined versus, you know, mom, can I have some money for some chips and chicken strips at the, at the snack bar? Any other think, tips you had? Yeah. Yes. And I, th I was just going to um, 
kind of add on to that. The other thing that I see sometimes with the kids going to the snack bar in between games is that it adds a lot of stress because sometimes those snack bars um, take a long time. So sometimes their food doesn't get ready and they have to be already on the field and then they're having to gulp all that food down. And that adds a lot of stress right before a game. And I don't think that's good for their performance. So really um, thinking about what works well with your um, child and helping them to kind of plan the cooler. They, there's no reason the kids can't help plan the pooler, cooler. They say, oh yeah, Ms. Nadine, she did um, melon balls and that looked good, mom. So other people might um, start to do those kind of things as well. Excellent. And what about the sports drinks? You know, we've had long conversations about them. Obviously, my husband works for Coca-Cola. So, you know, it's a popular brand for them. When is a sports drink recommended and when is it not or if ever? It's rarely a good idea to drink a sports drink. It's uh, they have a lot. The Gatorade in particular, Gatorade, Powerade, you know, they're all basically the same, but they actually are. They have a lot of sugar. And if you look at uh, the content of sugar in those drinks, it is the same amount as eating a Snickers bar. So logically, you think if you were thirsty, would you reach for a candy bar? And most people would say, well, no, even the kids will say no. And that's what we need them to understand. The sports drink industry has done a marvelous job of making it feel like those drinks are healthy, but they really, really are not. Um, the only time I might consider a sports drink would be after, after a tournament, not in the middle, but perhaps after a tournament, when you're in the hot, hot sun and you want a little bit of electrolyte um, um, replenishment, but never before and never during a tournament. Yeah, and we had a, an interesting situation with our son, Nick, who had played baseball, and we'd gone up to Arkansas in the heat, and he probably caught three or four games in one day, and all of a sudden he had just a complete muscle lockup. His um, thigh, you know, just completely, his quad just locked up. We had to call 911. I mean, it, it just, he was in pain. He was and they were testing him and they were like man he's hydrated but he lost minerals and that's what causes those you know muscle lockups and and then they said and that's when it's okay at the end of the day when you've sweated so much and you don't have the mineral re replenishment you know to drink it and they called it an electrolyte drink so mm -hmm. you know have you seen some of those things as a pediatrician you know people struggling with injuries because of lack of nutrition yeah, I mean, nutrition is it's just so critical. You have, um, you need to eat properly, and you're we're trying to teach our kids to build strong bodies. So, proper nutrition really does it, and that's also, you know, we talked about not doing electrolytes, but we also doing sports drinks. But we really need to have our kids to drink water. So, mm -hmm. no matter what climate you're in, kids are sweating. Um, even the swimmers are sweating. It doesn't feel like you're sweating when you're swimming, but you're actually losing a lot of water into that pool. So water, water, water is probably your most important thing to keep your, um, you need to keep those muscles loose and get the toxins out and water will help us. The other thing that helps us also is having good fiber. Fiber in our diet really helps us to have proper digestion. Excellent. And can you suggest some maybe fiber on the go kind of treats? You know, where is it in our foods? I mean, 
you know, let's not assume everybody knows where to get the most fiber, right? Uh, fiber is in largely fruits and vegetable, any kind of bulky item. So that's why we always tell our kids, let's eat a whole orange, not orange juice. So that's we. So we when we drink orange juice, we lose the fiber. Um, and beans are also a very good source of fiber. And sometimes in those salads, and they have a lot of salads now that have you can have the quinoa salads and the, you know, putting black beans in a salad. Those are great ways to add just a little bit of flavor and a little bit of texture to your diet. Excellent. And back on the water thing, and we've talked about this for years, but we've been always uh, told, you know, two to three days ahead of time, just water. Is there a, a quantity of water that is necessary to properly hydrate? I know I have a scale now that measures my um, hydration, but I'm just wondering if there's a rule of thumb. There's a little bit, you know, eight, eight ounce glasses is still kind of the right way to go. Um, everybody's slightly different in how they process their water. So I actually like to tell kids, because this is something, instead of counting how many glasses or how many ounces they can use, I like them to see what is the color of their urine. So sometimes kids say, oh, well, the urine is yellow, but for athletes in particular, that urine should never be yellow. It should be clear or waterless. So if the kids can see that their urine is always clear, that's going to allow them to start their um, start their weekend tournaments a little bit ahead of the game as far as hydration. That's excellent. And a couple days ahead, is that what it takes to do it? But I, I mean, I, I want that urine to be clear every day. Okay. Because so it's not just preparing for a tournament it's the way they should be drinking it every day every day i mean we can't we don't want our kids to think it's only about that performance that one perfect game preparation is everything so it's not just about the game or the tournament it's about all the practice they do all the stretching and all that other kind of stuff needs to be done on a daily basis in order for them to be you know perform at a higher level well, and it even sounds like you could wrap that back into nutrition. It's not just eating good on game day. It's not just eating good while you're on the road or, you know, going to your court. Because, of course, we have, you know, volleyball and other sports that we do. Um, but <clears throat> it sounds to me like it, it's changing your eating for life as long as you want to be a student athlete. But, I mean, let's talk about when they become adults. I've seen a lot of athletes do really, really well while they're in college and then they transition out and there's, you know, unhealthy weight gain or unhealthy, you know, issues medically because they've stopped eating right and stopped working out the way that they were. Do you see that as an issue too? Absolutely. And so that's why I really like, I want to, I like our kids to be learned at an early age and it, you can't start too young to teach these kids what proper nutrition is. The school has taken out nutrition as a, as a core curriculum, which it used to be. So it falls on us as parents and caregivers. We need to teach our children why proper nutrition is important. And if we do that, our kids will grow up to, um, to kind of embrace that and feel more well, comfortable. And that's, and that's a great lead-in, uh, Dr. Nadine, I was going to call you Mona, because that's what we call you, <laughs> is your new book. And you've written a new book, and I want to tell the audience about it. But, you know, how did that come about? Tell us the title and where they can get a hold of it. So I did. Um, it took me, um, after working on nutrition for all these years, the book is titled 
Ella and the Wonderful Colorful Food Cape. It is about a little girl named Ella who doesn't like colorful foods. She eats what I call beige foods. And this came to me because I was trying to counsel. I had so many parents who'd come into the office and say, my child will not eat any vegetables or any fruits. They only want to eat rice. And so I, I came up with the idea of this book. And um, so the child um, learns a little bit why um, colorful foods are important. And she uh, develops a fun relationship with her grandma Mona, which is grandma Mona makes a, an appearance in the book. And, um, um, and so it's been pretty well received. And I think it's partly just teaching your children at a young age how important it is and to value proper nutrition. The book is now live and available at Amazon. So you can just buy it through Amazon under um, Nadine, which makes it easy. Yeah. And, um, and it was um, illustrated by one of our cousins. So that's why it kind of goes that and way. And that is a, is a full family effort. Like I mentioned, we have so many family members that are so talented and so much that they do. And, you know, we're, we're, we're tight that way. We all support each other. So I, I can't believe it's already well over our time. But I wanted to just ask you any other thoughts, any other strong messages you want to get before we close out? Yeah, for anybody else who's out there listening, um, don't make nutrition a battle. That's all I would say. Really encourage your children to be partners with you. To um, If they understand, kids are smart. If they understand why they're eating properly, they will do this. If you teach them that it's all about teaching them to build a strong body, they will start. That's a much better message than just eat this because it's good for you. So help them to understand that they're eating um, different, they're eating dairy for their bones and they're eating, you know, fiber for their digestion. If you can kind of break it down for them, they will start to say, oh, I want this. And, um, and they'll also learn that they feel better if they eat nutrition properly. So, and I think that's a great message. Yeah. That's a great message to how they feel. I mean, uh, they're going to see the difference between a sugar crash and, and feeling good and eating healthy. And, and Dr. Um, Nadine, uh, Aunt Mona to the family, we just want to thank you for your time here today and your 30 years of practice and experience and all the goodness that you bring all of these uh, you know, clients of yours in the San Diego County area. But now, you know, thank you for the nation for uh, softball. You know, we've got uh, 780 kids now nationwide, and hopefully they're all listening to how they can uh, take better care of their of their bodies, which is uh, what they're doing with being student athletes. So again, thank you so much. Any parting comments? No, best of luck to all of you and for all of you in the travel ball. Um, enjoy those years because, you know, everybody's got to put that glove down sometimes. So enjoy it while they're live. Best Thank of you luck so to much. all of you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Okay.